Hello there and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. I'm your host for today, Rich Polly, and joining me as usual is Ben Hibbert. Hello there. Hello, mate. And uh, also joining us today, we've got um, we've got quite the the list of guests. Um, we've got three guests joining us from the Firestorm Squadron or the Firestorm Firecast Squadron. So we've got Dom Flanagan. Hello. Uh, we've got Nick Harris. Hello. And we've got Phil Pond. Hello. Um, I said Pond quizzically because your Discord name doesn't have your surname on it, and I was trying to remember as I was talking. <laughs> I'm glad I got it right as well. Yeah, so you're got right. Me. Got me right. I can just log off now, and that's me done. Um, <laughs> so um, the reason we've got you boys on is because you've thrown down something of a gauntlet, something of a challenge to us here at the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast, haven't you? That's right. So a couple, a couple of weeks ago... Um... I was having a bit of a think of, of other things that we could do uh, with TTS and things going on. I thought, well, we haven't really been in contact with the Sith Takers that much, aside from a few guys popping in and, and Dom taking part in the league. And I thought, you know what, let's let's get them on. Let's see what we can do and have a bit of a, an event of it. Sounds good. I mean, I don't know what we're doing for picking lists and all that pairing nonsense yet, so I'm, I'm interested to see. Have you got any, any thoughts about how we're going to see who's playing who? I've already claimed Nick. Because I've never played him. <laughs> <laughs> so ben, ben, Ben's gone for the easy win then. Yeah. Well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play you again because you beat me last time. <laughs> I don't play Phil again because I'm on a positive against him at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. True. True. <laughs> Nick. Nick. We played in the Steel City team tournament a little we while did. ago. Didn't we? we did. Yeah. I was trying to remember what I was running. It's been a while. <laughs> I've played a lot of events. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's been a lot going on over over lockdown. I mean, obviously, you guys stream, isn't it, every Friday night? Every second Friday. Every yeah. second Friday. Cool. Um, how long yeah. have you been doing that for? Is it a lockdown thing, or were you doing it in advance of that? No, we've we've been doing it for quite a while now. So we started, I think, two years ago. Yeah, it's about come for two years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so the year Luke ago. Fishy Townsend won nationals. Uh, nobody streamed it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I stood there and I went, I cannot allow this to happen again. <laughs> that that was the sole reason for the channel starting. Okay. I, I mean that. I went, I'm not going to let this happen again. Um, and then the next Nationals, I streamed it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's one of the things that, um, it's one yeah, of the things we, it's it's one of the things we miss as a as a country, isn't it? We don't have a gold squadron podcast who say, Do you know what, we're not gonna play, but we are gonna just go to every big tournament. Um so you know, for for all the fact I have got recorded issues with Gold Squadron that um everybody who I ever speak to knows about, but you know, um I need to get over myself sometimes. Um they do, do a great job of just giving content to the community. Um, even even if it's just turning to up to events and streaming them, they are taking the hit on their own fun time, their own play time, uh, in order to produce that stuff. And obviously, it's got you know costs and things associated with it, so that's really good. So it's cool that you guys did that for um, for that. Uh, my my issues with Gold Squadron, by the way, start and end with the fact that I got banned from chat about two years ago, and he's never unbanned oh. me. So uh, <laughs> I'm still grouchy. Is that how we get rid of you? We just ban you. Yeah, basically, yeah, it, works. Oh, cool. it works. I'm such a uh, sorry, Tim. You have to edit that one. Uh, <laughs> but it's true. Um, 
that um I, uh, yeah i took myself into trouble more than i took my way out of it but um oh that's cool um so i mean i've watched a few of your your streams on friday nights and they're they're relatively um interesting because you get some names from the community on um you, i know you've got some friendships with some of the more accomplished uk players and you you like to throw challenges down so it's nice to know that after two years worth of playing against good players you finally made your way down to the sith taker snapshots <laughs> yeah scraping so. the bottom barrel of content it's fine. <laughs> you say that by IA, you're not allowed to be called by your real name because you keep losing to the real phil ah now that's 100% correct yeah okay that is uh yeah okay that is very true so GC and I have played far too many times to the point of, yeah, we have a game within the game itself at um, tournament level. Um, whoever has won the most games is the real Phil. Uh, I am currently minus four. I was at one point plus two, then went down to minus seven, so that tells you how bad it can get. Um, <laughs> but also tells you how often we play. I mean, he lives 15 minutes up the road from me anyway, but yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, so what should it's we be game... calling you now, Phil? Pondy. Pond. <laughs> Pondy. Right, yeah. Okay. We can um, call him Robocard. <laughs> 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 that is a new one. I've not had that one before. I've had plenty of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, all right, cool. So um, you've been doing streaming lockdown. We've been doing streaming in lockdown. We're going to be running this thing on Friday night where the three of us are basically going to play against the three of you. Mm-hmm. Um so it's myself, Ben, and Tim um, are going to play against uh, against you three. Um, we're going to stream some games on both channels, or just your channel. That's, that's it. We're, we're going to be running our Twitch. Uh, if you guys want to run yours at your end, you can do. That's I'm not going to stop you. It's entirely up to you. <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll be. Ch- what I would like to do is at least have us all chatting and kind of the, not the two that are playing, maybe, but the other guys just yeah. chatting and, and talking about the game, etc. Yeah, sounds good. So we can basically all just jump on and commentate slash have a f- pour a few out. So are we going to be playing all at the same time or sequentially? We'll be playing. No, we'll play, we'll play sequentially. <laughs> Bags I not the late game. <laughs> all right, this is, this is going to be good fun. I thought we were all just going to log on and play a game against each other and one of them was going to be streamed and that, you know, that was going to be it. So it's going to be cool if we can uh, yeah, make we'll, an evening. We'll play it. all of them and have a oh, bit of yeah, fun with yeah. it. Yeah, make a lot out of it for sure. I'll get some beers in. <laughs> I shouldn't get too many beers in though, because I'll be incompetent <laughs> if anything, even talking. So get you even more drink beers in. anyway. <laughs> That's because I don't drink, Ben. If I drink pop proper alcohol, then I'm just incapable of anything. <laughs> well, one right. of the things I've tried to do with the channel is to X-wing is is a game, and we we all love the game. We all came for the game. That's why we play it. Um, but one of the things about the channel that I've always wanted is X-Wing is so much about the community um, yeah. that I want the, the stream to be able to showcase that. So we had like we had the first kind of two people we had on were um, we had Phil GC, obviously, because he's, he's a good friend of all of ours anyway, so we do play him regularly. But we also had um, Charles Deathrain, mm-hmm. who does this blog. Oh, yeah. So he, he was the, they were the kind of the first two guests we had on. Um, we had Ollie Pockman come on, again, another the pillar of the community is something that's obviously our current railing champion um and also only about an hour and a half away so we're kind of lucky in this part of the uk um but that's kind of what we want to keep doing is to so if anybody does want to come on and just kind of say look i've been doing this this is what i do in the community it'd be great i'd love to have people on like that so that was another part of of why to get you guys on is just to 
share out, look, there's another group of people who are doing great things for the community. Please come, come see who they are. Oh, cheers. We just like get together about once a week and you know talk nonsense on a podcast that <laughs> some people hey, randomly in Atlanta listen to. <laughs> so, it's all good. Uh, Tim has just confirmed in in a different chat that we won't be streaming on Friday night, but we will be um, redirecting people to you guys. So uh, <laughs> listeners should watch the the Firecast. What what is your Twitch? Oh, so Twitch TV slash Firestorm Squadron Firecast. Okay. something that's easily pronounceable and rememberable. <laughs> yeah. Where where is the Firestorm Squadron based? Where are you guys? Somewhere in the south. Yeah. So we're based out of Basingstoke, and originally it was due to uh, we played and housed out of Firestorm Cards. Um, there was a little shop. Firestorm Cards have now gone uh, exclusively online, and one of our players, um, Daniel Fluitt, has opened up a little game store in Basingstoke called the Gaming Den. And uh, that's where we generally play uh, when lockdown isn't stopping us. Uh, but yeah. Plug, plug, plug. Get it in there. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we, we constantly plug Element Games on this because um, we're very hyper aware of how lucky we are to have such a great facility to, to play in and stuff. Um, but yeah. Um, awesome. Because I always get confused because there's another Firestorm Squadron based in Swindon. I'm going to say. Yeah, that's the, so, the Firestorm Warpratt's based out of Cardiff. Right. Yeah, they, 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 Cardiff, have, yeah. they have yeah, a couple okay. of stores now around the country. They've got one in Cardiff, one in Newport, and one in Swindon, at least, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Because we had uh, Lee Robbins on after he turned up to the Sith Taker Open and uh, went top four, and then the week after won a, a store championship with his droid swarm with a, a slightly bemused look on his face. Um <laughs> because he wasn't quite sure how it was happening. And people were saying, because droid swarms are really good and you're, you know, an above average player. So well done, mate. Be happy that you're winning events with a good list and you're flying well. And he was like, I know, but still I'm a bit... <laughs> but um, well, you've been, you flew that a bit, didn't you, Dom, as well? The, the old droid munitions list. Yeah, yeah. I've, um, I've been flying droids for just over a year now. Uh, for, since I went to Worlds last year. Um, flying Imperial Aces, I wanted to try something different, so I picked up droids and yeah, managed to win a store champs down at Curtain Games just before lockdown with uh, with some droids. Yeah, he admits the fact that he took droids to top 16 at the UK Open. <laughs> I mean, they're a really strong list, aren't they? If they're flown well, they, they're just a, a really strong, like all comers list, a very good tournament list. Yeah, they're, they're, they're really good. And they, they, they managed to bring a lot of tools to deal with a lot of questions that other lists can, can bring up. So, yeah, if you, if you can fly them well, they're, they're, they're really solid. Yeah. I mean, I, I used to be hyper-confident about going up against droid swarms until I flew against Lee at the Sith Taker Open when I was flying Venny. And um, it all went wrong for me. I mean, I, it was the worst game of X-Wing I've ever played in my life. Um, got everything wrong from the very start. But... Um, yeah, it turns out that being repeatedly blocked by an I-1 droid when you're flying a ship that relies on its focus tokens uh, means that you don't live for very long. Mm. So, yeah. It's, that uh... must have been uh, really bad, because I've seen some really bad games from you. Yeah, no, this was... <laughs> so, like, so like it was a, it was a, a, like a, a cavalcade of failure, right? Um, so <laughs> you start off with Bastion in an M9G8 carrying T-70, 
And first turn, you lock Venny, right? So you get your rerolls. It's a straightforward thing. And I've played this list like hundreds of times. And I set Bastion up outside of range three of Venny for the first time in 100 games, right? And then I set ZZ up on the far flank outside of range three of Bastion as well. And then I fly them all forward really fast, thinking that I'm going to catch him um, turning away from Venny. So I set opposite Venny to joust him. I think he's going to turn everything away, which he does. I fly everything forward really fast. And then I realize that what I've done is I've put ZZ in a spot where he's stuck behind some rocks that he can't get out of. So he flies the swallow across and kills ZZ. Then he turns back and kills Bastion. <laughs> then he comes up and kills Venny. And he 200 nilled me in about 30 minutes. And like uh, nothing went right. Rocks were wrong. Positioning was wrong. Turn zero was dreadful. Yeah, genuinely the worst game of X-Wing I've ever flown. And he flew brilliantly and absolutely hammered me because of it. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, enough of that. Story time. Story time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need it. Um, cool. Um, so... I think we should maybe ask you about new ships because, you know, we don't often get people on who've been to Worlds apart from Ben, but, you know, he just mm-hmm. kind of, he just turned up really, didn't you, mate? Um, yeah, yeah. I might have got a holiday. Have you guys been playing with the um, the ETAs or the V-Wings or the Thai Heavies or anything else recently over the last few days? Yeah, I've been flying the ETAs a lot. They're definitely my kind of ship as as someone that likes flying his aces. And um, I, I really like them. I think they're really solid. And um, How yeah, are you I just... them? Are, are you doing that auto-blaster, massive crits, making everything horrible nonsense with outmaneuver and stuff? Uh, I do quite like it. I, I tend not to go down the outmaneuver route. Um, but a list I've been playing over the, the last couple of days um, was actually a list written by Phil GC. Mm-hmm. Um, who as well has been looking at the ETAs, and it's definitely um, the, his his style of play with with aces and all that kind of stuff. But it's, it's looking at Anakin in, of course, the Actus with the R seven A seven Astromech, which is the one that has three charges and can spend one of them to change a hit to a crit result. Yeah, uh, he's then running Patience with Stealth Device and Marksmanship. Okay. So you you can get that get around behind someone, uh, get that bullseye in, and even if you use patience to recover a force uh, to take the deplete, you're only looking at putting those two crits in um, that they can't block anyway. Yeah, quite happy with that. That's and then a bit cheeky. You also run Obi Wan Kenobi, also with an auto blaster, stealth device, marksmanship, and he's got sense. And then Shaq T, also with an auto blaster, stealth device, marksmanship, and with patience again. And that comes to 197 points. And it's it's just a really, really fun list to fly. You've only got nine hull. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you're just chipping away, putting crits through to people that they can't block yeah, whilst being hyper-defensive. It's one of those mistakes, isn't it? Where if you, if, you, if you make the mistake, then you lose a ship. And you need to be consciously flying to just reduce the amount of shots that you're taking and desperately trying not to make those mistakes. And- you know, needing the patience, I guess, um, to be able to just disengage with a ship if it looks like, you know, oh, he might be able to, he can turn his entire list in on my Shakti this turn, so she's going to, you know, too hard out of there so that she can, or, you know, system phase barrel roll away and, dis, and you know, just disengage um, while the other two can turn in and hope that you don't get it wrong. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you've got you've got sense on Obi as well. So whilst Shakti can't benefit from the sense and the system phase, both Obi and Anakin gets that bit of extra information that they can then use to reposition. Oh, is she I four, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. She's I four, but she she's really good, and um, you can end up with uh, a, a ship with four agility and two of A tokens going into the first engagement, <laughs> which is nice. Yeah, hard to push damage <laughs> against that. That's like that's like version one synth here with palp, isn't it? That's a bit yeah. absurd, really, to be honest. Um, is that ooh. is that what you're planning on using on the stream on Wednesday? Uh, very possibly. Oh, that'll be good. I can't. I wasn't looking forward to seeing it. We, we didn't mention, but uh, Dom's actually playing on our stream on Wednesday as well. Uh, um, yeah, against Ian. So it's, I mean, it's an easy win for him, but. <laughs> Know. We'll see. We'll see how Ian goes. Liam, for anybody no, that knows his, yeah, his real name, Ian. His real name. Um, still don't know what his real name actually is. To be honest, it's Ian yeah. Barker. Yeah, not Liam Baker. No, no, that's that's fake name. Yeah, fake name. He uses that to pick up the ladies. <laughs> what about yourself, Pondy? Have you been flying anything interesting or anything new? Uh, nothing uh, new per se. So about the new ships, though. Um, I. Struggling to find something in the new ships I like. I'm not. Um, Dom is our resident ace player, and he mm-hmm. does it extremely well. Um, I don't fly um, Imperials that often, so I'm looking at that. So the, the most recent list I've been, I took was at the weekend to the Lima Open. Uh, I took um, the areas I took this was with the new points was four Wookies with Afterburners and uh, one with Leia, nice. and that is it's. Some people may call it dull. Some I, I actually find it kind of kind of find it interesting, but it's a uh, 180 degree arcs, three dice guns, and uh, going faster than you think. And the three hard, I then boost and take a focus, means I bring that arc back on quicker than you expect. It's it's kind of fun. Yeah, I, get, I flew a lot of Wookiees in version one, and I understand why people say that Wookiees are boring, because if you don't think about them uh, a couple of turns ahead, you do just end up constantly too harding and taking a focus, because mm. you have to, because you're stuck. But if you're thinking about them a couple of turns ahead, then it becomes a little bit more, I don't know, it's not quite 4D chess, but um, you do need yeah. to be aware of, you know, I need, yeah, I need to block that lane over there in two turns or whatever. Yeah, it's where you can set up two, three turns in advance, an area where you have three ships set up in such a way that you have a full 360 degree arc in one place so you've got. Um, another additional 180 degree coverage. You go, cool. If you land wherever you land, you're getting shot. It's what tokens do you want and what position you want to be and where, what rocks do you want to take to know that this turn you're taking this, next turn you're taking that, and I've got space to come back in. It's it's not it's, it's not quite 4D chess, but it is a little bit of a thinker. Although I'm sure Dom and Nick will tell me otherwise in a second. <laughs> <laughs> Saying nothing. I just saw um, everybody hitting mute at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> No, no comment. Some flabbergasted lip blowing going on. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they, they criticise me because I love Ketsu and I take Ketsu as much as I can. I enjoy flying her. I then take the little these. They criticise me for taking that. I can't win with these two. <laughs> That's why you don't have a name because you can't win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tom, we don't have to be the only ones to say it. Great. <laughs> it is one way to get wins against ace lists, though, is to put Wookiees on the board because you know you just go, nope, you can't not be shot at. You know, <laughs> sorry, aces, you you're getting shot this turn. So to a point, to a point. 
Oh, dear. And well, to be fair, I... Nick, Nick usually finishes lower than me, but he did finish above me the weekend. I'm going to give him a little credit where credit is due, but... You're clearly not real friends because you're being nice to each other. What's going on? <laughs> I was going to say, though, Pond, you, you did take Wookiees uh, at the weekend, which, as Rich has just pointed out, is quite good against Aces. And you did lose to Aces? Was that right? Uh, yeah, I, it was one whole Wookiee versus one whole Vader at the end. If one dice crawl goes my way, I win. <laughs> yes, that did lose aces, yeah. That that's a dice roll that's never going your way though, isn't it? So you know. Well, it was, you've got, it was you've, Vader. Got one, you've got one agility and it's Vader, and I'm assuming yeah. you had a target lock on you and some force. So, so you know. No, Vader had zero force. He only had he had a focus token and um he was stressed as well. He also um yeah, facing it was facing the right way when next work where he was going over rocks. I had him Basically dead to rights, and he rolls three paint. Uh, any other roll, he's dead. <laughs> but now, well, it is what it is. Story time. I have had a list with uh, Rampage, which has been doing not too bad. Which I played against GC the other day. Yeah. Uh, I say the other day. Last last time we streamed, um, where General has managed to kill Vader. So, <laughs> um, but it's it's just Vader with afterburners and fire control, so nothing new there. Whisper with fifth brother and passive sensors, so again, very traditional. But Rampage with uh, intimidation, auto blasters, and tactical scrambler, and maneuver assist. So, so That's, his job. Uh, to, yeah. uh, maneuver assist is the one that is. Uh, nope, not that button. Reduces it's you. the one I've not played. It's the one I've not played against yet because it's the not the one where you get free calculates. It's the other one. Yeah, it's the one that allows your bank maneuvers to be blue. Yeah. And a white barrel, isn't it? Uh, yes, I think. Maybe. It's not, it's not up on Yasby correctly. So it's, it's not <laughs> um, But basically, it allows me to do things like uh, do a three bank maneuver and double. Um, uh, jam. Oh, my brain is going back. No, not jam. Strain. 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 That's the word. Thank you very much. Uh, so I can double strain the target after doing either a three bank or a three talon roll, uh, which is hilarious. If I have a damage card, which I'm probably going to get because I haven't got any shields. Um, yeah. So it just rolls up, reinforces in the first go and goes, cool, I've taken it. And then I can double strain you and then potentially block you as well with intimidation. Um, and if you're shooting through um, Rampage, both Vader or Whisper would get extra dice. So you, um, you're sacrificing out that um, whatever he is, about 50-ish points worth of Rampage yeah. just to carry one of your two endgame pieces into endgame. That's it. Throwing that him is in his there. only job. Yeah. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. I've, I've flown against Rampage a few times and people seem at the minute to be really loading points onto him. Like, oh, well, I might as well give him a shield and a hole and... You know, I'll give him a cannon of some description and maybe two cannons, and then I'll put something, you know, a, t a talent on him somehow as well, plus one of the maneuver assists. And you're going, oh, wait a minute, guys, this is 60 something points of, you know, 10 health, one agility. I'll, I'm, I'm just going to shoot that <laughs> and, and say thank you for the points. Um, but I guess it's about getting him to a point where he's balanced so you can trade for him um, rather than just giving your opponent, you know, the win by doing that. Yeah. I even think at the 49 points is too high. Uh, I'm thinking of dropping some... Uh, I've got a lot of blasters on there. I might even drop that and just not have a cannon, but being able to rotate to get his ability to trigger behind him is also useful, so... I'm not sure. 
Yeah. Something we've been playing with anyway. The new ships. Sounds good. Sounds good. So, I mean, the other thing, the the V V wing, um, which I I had a a brainwave of a list or saw it on um, saw it on Discord in one of the um open channels, and uh, I can't even remember what it was, but I was glad I got it out of my system. Um, but basically, it was like a whole bunch of V wings with um, the Besh title, the Alpha, the one that mm-hmm. gives them the um the bomb the configuration. Yeah, the configuration that gives some crits. Yeah, three B Besh is that you can uh, spend a lock, and then a warthog with um, S thread tracers. And basically, the idea is that you fly everybody in, you take focuses with everybody, and then warthog flies his th- fires his thread tracers at the thing they can all shoot, and then they all just do two hits against it. Um, and I looked at it and I thought that looks pretty disgusting. Um, the only problem that I had was that one, I'm really bad at flying that kind of archetype, so they didn't all engage at the same target at the same time, um, which is kind of essential for the list to work. Um, and the second thing is that things just exploded. Those things just explode because even though they're basically slightly better TIE fighters, they just rely too much on the green dice. Um, and again, you know, a little bit of not paint going on and they just explode. So. I'll be interested to see if there's a spot for those V-Wings outside of, is it Click he's called? Yeah. yeah. Click. Click with an R3 astromech for 35 points is not a bad investment if you want to try and protect uh, protect another ship that you end up putting in a bad spot. Yeah. I mean, I've seen people proposing, what do you call it, um, like OB Anakin um, with Click, basically, mm-hmm. and that being your, that being your list. Um, click with R3, and he just locks them on turn run, turn one, and then mooches about at the back. And then Obi and Anakin can dive into range one of stuff and trade because they're not getting the range one bonuses on whichever thing they decide to shoot at. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it seems pretty good, but um, I don't know if we'll see V wings around much, not in the short term at least, um, because obviously we've got um, ETAs, which are much more fun um, and a bit more beautiful, I think. Um, I'm trying to think what else is new that's come out recently. Uh, slave One, the Separatist Slave One, and oh, the Tri Fighter. Oh, yes. There you go. Separatists. We finally got some Separatist players on. Talk to us about the Tri Fighter and why it's really good. I'll let Dom take this one. <laughs> <laughs> go on, Dom. Um, whether it's really good or not, I'm not 100% sure. Um, I've played around with it a little bit, and it is quite nice, but it's trying to be something that I don't think really fits in the faction very well. It, it's, it's trying to be like a tie interceptor, um, but doesn't have the, the tokens or the defense uh, or the double reposition options to back it up. Um, but I have been looking at something like Zam in the Separatist Fire Spray alongside the two I 5 Tri Fighters mm-hmm. uh, and giving them the independent calculations. Um, so they're not worrying about their network calculate. And if they do just take a calculate, they can make it red and they've got two of them, uh, which gives them a bit more defense or attacking purposes. Uh, and the the only real point of that list really is, is you've thrown those two I-5s in to do as much damage as they can, again, to try and get Sam more to the end game. And it's just doing as much damage as you can as quickly as you can using his, um, what are they called, two condition cards as well? Yeah. The the completely intuitive 
this ability needs so much text, we've put it on three cards ability. Yes, that yeah. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I yeah. like how you um, I like how you kind of backed away from f naming the uh, the droid Shirai fighter <laughs> I fives, just in case you end up doing what we did a few episodes ago, which was inadvertently um, triggering the um, the the parental advisory warnings on the podcast. Um, yeah, I, I I've got the list open in front of me, and I just <laughs> went to look at the list, and I went I five droid tri fighters, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I struggle to think like how you would fit those into a separatist list i mean I, I don't play separatists unless you know the odd time i've picked up like a munition swarm or something to have a go um but i just kind of look at them and go 41 points okay so you can't spam them you can't spam them anyway because they're double limited uh what am i going to do with that and i guess if you wanted to try like a three ship or four ship ac list where you've got i5s and you know I don't know, maybe put Sunfac or something in there and we'll do something else. But it's interesting with Zam, because what Zam's a five as well. So and the model a... beautiful though, isn't it? The tri fighter. It looks really oh, yeah. nice. Yes. It's really, really nice. I, I think for me, I think the way that you might end up seeing them in the future is a one off in a more swarmy style list. Uh probably bring in Dark One Pro Droids and just using that target lock uh, ability on the I five. Um, droid because it's got the pilot ability that during the system phase you may spend your lock on a ship to look at that ship's dial so just using it as like a sense mechanic for your droid swarm uh, to be able to set up those kill boxes easier or get those blocks in um, that's really dirty actually <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's really filthy because those it basically means you want to you, you want to be shooting those um those probe droids on the first engage just to stop easy locks um, of future points. Have you have you played about with intercept boosters at all? Have you got those on your where you're just slamming in for the first? I haven't engage. It's it's not very much my playstyle, but I, I do know a lot of people have been trying them, and I think that the consensus from what I've been reading anyway is that it's really good to to try and throw people off and get them. Because you can you can get your your tri fighter in their deployment zone in the first turn, yeah, uh, and then got got to get them split up. Um, but it's just how how you support those ships. I think they they very much got the danger of just being by themselves, one or two yeah. of them by themselves that can get caught out, and it and it's reasonably free points because yeah, whilst they've got that three agility, uh, just a single calculate to 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 mod those dice for a single evade token. Uh, they they can be quite fragile, I think. Yeah, I mean, they look kind of. Um, it, it looks like something you might see in Epic, um, where you get a little unit of like three of them whizzing up the edge of the board or something, or maybe the lower initiative ones. But um, I mean, they've done a cracking job of making it a thematic um, ship chassis. So, you know, it works in terms of you watch the movies or you watch the other content that they're in, that they appear in, and you just think, yep. Yeah, that looks right um, in how they fly and in, and in how they use them. So I'm a big fan of the theme behind the Separatists, but I hate playing against them. <laughs> it's just dreadful. I, I do quite like the idea of having the slam mechanic on when you've got um, Kraken as well and just being able to do something ridiculous like five forward, slam five forward, and then Discord missile someone. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was literally just looking at that. <laughs> oh, that's just, awful. Oh. 
Just to catch someone off guard. I just feel like five forward, five forward slam Discord. There's a certain kind of player that would work against. Probably me against slam. No, I hate it. Oh, they don't have the slam action. That's oh, no, why. slam actions. The card gives it to them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. I don't know. So they don't have the slam and calculate ability, do they? No. So okay. That's what adds slam into, it adds the ability yeah, yeah, yeah. slam into target lock, so they should be able to take advance advanced slam, shouldn't they? No. Mm. I don't know. That might be sure. it might be an issue, but yes, be. Judge yeah, question. Probably can. I'm sure we'll see a lot of them with just like one of them and then like a mini swarm anyway, because everyone loves Ace and Mini Swarm, don't they? Yeah. 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 You, you can give them advanced slam. So if you don't have have them in with the Yasby's um, not letting you. Yasby well. doesn't Yasby doesn't like the um the what you call them. The, the, the confies and things that add actions. So Well launch bay does if that makes you feel better. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I use yeah. Launchpad on my phone. That's what I, I moved mm. about in on the internet. Yeah, I just depend on which I'm on. That's all. <laughs> the, the, yeah. the, the intercept booster, Discord missiles, and advanced slam would only set you back eight points. So on an i5, that would be less than fifty to put that combo in. But you would put it on a lower initiative thing, wouldn't you? Probably. Uh, I guess not. You want high initiative so you can target your target your slam into your Discord. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I chucking know. them into the enemy deployment zone in turn one seems uh, nasty. Yeah, just putting a line of Discord missiles down in front of their deployment mm-hmm. zone. Let's go. Yeah. Have some, it, have it, some it, of that. Yeah, four, 49 points on the i5s. So you could fit two of them and you've still got enough uh, five Ultra Droids if you want. <laughs> Stop it. Right, you're giving people like if, <laughs> if we end up If I end up playing against this on Friday night, I'm going to be most upset. <laughs> you asked um, the question. Dom, your list is decided. <laughs> right, you're banned. No more. No more it's done. Um, all right. Um, just uh, so we've talked, we've touched on on new ships. Um, points have been out for a week. Um, they're official and everything now. Um, we've had some events running with them. Um, has anything surprised you? So, like the big surprise for us was the cost of Hondo. Um, I've not seen a, a list with them in it yet. Um, yep. being played, uh, but I was expecting him to be higher. Is it, d- did anything jump out at you about points? I thought he'd be about 12 points. I thought he'd be double what he actually is, and I was very surprised. Uh, I know uh, in our little chat between uh, Dom, Nick, myself, and Phil, we've been uh, talking about it, and they kind of disagree with me, but I do think he's far too cheap. I, d- I definitely think he's probably on the cheaper end of what you would expect him to be. Uh, I think 12 was probably too much. Um, one of our local players, uh, Daniel Minty, um, does like to play around with some scum jank, and he has been been flying a list with Hondo in. Uh, that's also got uh, Han in the Scum Falcon with Jabba the Hut and false transponder codes on. So just can jam for days. Yeah. Um, and having played against Hondo a couple of times, it's really good. It's really, really good, especially yeah. if the list you're flying gets stressed a lot, like resistance A-wings or something like that, because you can just coordinate one of them that's stressed so it can't do an action and then jam another one. Yeah. Yeah, thank you very thank, thank you very much, A-wing. Um, I'm going to kill that one that I can shoot at because I'll take away its focus token. And you over there, 
ZZ or whoever. Um, I'm going to just let you have a free action, which you can't do anything with. Yeah. Um, I, I saw a guy playing it on the Hexiled gaming stream. Um, and he basically, every time he hondoed, there was an enemy ship that was stressed that he was able to coordinate. Um, so, you know, it's its downside isn't as significant, I think, as FFG might have brained it out to be when they've costed it, because six does seem very cheap for basically double action efficiency. I guess the the thing about it is that you're you're transferring an action to somebody else with Hondo. You're not increasing your number of actions because it's an action to do it. Um, so, you know, it needs to go onto a crew carrier. That crew carrier is then tokenless um, and so on and so on and so on. So, um, but yeah. Um, have you played with, with false transponder codes? You, you just mentioned them there. And I, there was something I expected to see a little bit of because they've come in at one point, haven't they? Two. It two, two. It's yeah. definitely two because it was one I would have it in my list. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've played a little about, uh, I have played around with it a bit on Ray. Yeah. So uh, Ray rocking up to something, taking the target lock that she wants to take anyway with her two force, which then ends up jamming them. It's quite nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's fairly disgusting because she's doing horrible things to people anyway, and she does even worse things to them if they've got no tokens. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, I've seen people talking about, you know, you can just use rows um, and it, it like combos rows because like you can just opt to or not to take the target lock at any point with rows if it's the ship that you don't want to jam. Um, yep. And then ultimately, you can just make your own choice um, of taking a target lock. Um, but it's also if somebody locks you. So if somebody comes in to lock Ray to throw a missile at them, the first one that hits them just gets stripped. So, yep. yeah, it's it's pretty neat. Um, and then what was the other cool? Um, well, points-wise, we've seen the, the, grand, uh, the grand community knee-jerk against Boba, haven't we, really? Um, they've taken away his crew slot, and now he's just disappeared from the game again, hasn't he? He's still amazing, though, isn't he? I mean, I don't yeah. even think Malls was a big problem. I personally feel it's a Slave 1 title. It's too it's cheap to just decide to change your mind. That's such a powerful ability. Not really. Slave 1 was always a crutch. Um, I've, I've flown Bobber an awful lot this year, uh, and throughout a tournament, a six-round uh, event, I would use it twice. Maybe the entire event where I've made a choice. Again. I, here's the 50-50 choice I can leave it until after um my opponent's done them and it was just to see if i which 50 50 call i need to make um but it's no boba doesn't need the crew slot maul is epic and i've used it a lot but again perceptive um triple zero whatever one you put on him he do, he doesn't need it he has enough passive rerolls um as is to give him the the force is just given away that gets him out of jail too freely he's Good enough as he is, he's expensive enough as he is, um, that taking more away from him doesn't detract from how good he is. Um, and I've had a few discussions with, with people about it, um, and we've talked about it again in our little little chat. It's Bobber, although, yeah, loves having more, loves having perceptive, loves having triple zero, anything like that, um, doesn't really need it. And the Slave 1 title, especially now if you're not having that crew stuff, you're not going to be using it as much. I think it's just fine. It was, yeah, it was far too cheap at one point. At that point, it was just a staple on. At six points um, or five points, whatever it's gone up to you now, I think it's absolutely fine. You can leave it as. Um, and to be honest, I'd rather take Broader uh, with BT1 Gunner these days or the new Slave 1 title again with uh, BT1 Gunner. Um, and I think, yeah, I think he's absolutely fine. He's got enough passive mods as is that 
taken away one just means he's a little less dependable, a little less more reliable. You've got he's easy to kill, which I think is fairer for the, the game itself and a much better way to leave it in. I think the um the, the counterpoint to the you know, if you've used it twice in a tournament where you've actually gone it's a fifty fifty decision and I've had the opportunity to change it. The, the the question at that point is, and did you win those games because you were able to change your dial that one time? And that's the point that um, Tom Reed has made to us about Slave 1. He said, mm. it doesn't matter if you only use it once in a tournament. If that's once in a tournament in top eight and it wins you that game, then you've made top four because of that one upgrade that you took. And being able to change your dial at I-5 um, is something that's absolutely crazy. And I mean, they absolutely battered it with um handbrake hand didn't they um you know he could effectively change his dial to almost anything really just by saying no i'm going to do inertial dampeners and then do a boost um but, or whatever <laughs> you know what just to be fair to be fair you could equally say that about any upgrade did that whole upgrade allow me that extra point of health to survive the game and win the game and the answer on Boba is always yes, isn't it? Because he always lives <laughs> not, on one, not, not just on Boba, but <laughs> not just on Boba, but on anything. It's, it's I paid the points to get that chance to use that ability, whatever yeah. that ability is. So I think to, to to make that remark, while an accurate remark is maybe to just have it stapled towards Boba is possibly a little bit unfair. Are you are you claiming that I'm being are you claiming that I'm being a bit hyperbolic and maybe a bit disingenuous? Uh. No, I think it's a fair point to say that I think it's a fair point to say that upgrades make a difference. Yes. Um, and I think they should be costed appropriately. And yeah. if one upgrade wins you a game, well you paid the points for it. Yeah. So you get to use it. Yeah, so one, it, one point was too cheap. Six points, where is that now is absolutely fine. Because it was five points before. It doesn't need to be I think it's at the the right yeah, it's at the right point. Especially if you're taking away the crew slot. You've got to give them something back. It was like Leia. When it was more expensive, people thought that's too expensive for what it does. Then they made it cheaper and everybody took it and realized how crazy good it was. So now they've put the cost back up. People still want to put layer on things. And it's the same with Slave 1. When it was 5, hardly anybody used it. Everybody used, was it Marauder was the initial Boba yeah. build that everybody mm -hmm. took? Um, then they dropped Marauder it. Handgunner. Yeah, Marauder Handgunner, that's it. And then and Perceptive and everything. And it's bon bonkers. Um, and then they dropped it to one and everybody took it and realized how good it was. Now they've put it back up to six. People playing Bobble will still put Slave 1 on because they know it's a good upgrade. Yeah, so, just gotta, we've got to find that balance. And that's why the points changes are every six months or whatever it yeah. is. It's, and it's, it's good. Get the balance. And it's, it's working because they, they went from wild extremes in the first couple of changes to, okay, we've got a little tweak here, a little tweak there, and it's getting closer to where it always needs to be. And obviously new yeah. ship releases and things will change that. We'll throw that out of mix until they get those points right and how the current uh, ships and upgrades work against the new stuff, et cetera, et cetera. All right, so we've been we've been talking for a while. Um, so I'm going to start uh, bringing us down in towards a, a bit of a close. Um, just wanting to mention, we, we've you guys have been talking about the weekend and playing at the weekend. Mm -hmm. um, that was the Lima Open. Yes. Um, do I want to ask how any of you did? Uh, well, Pond, Pond and I both played in it. Yeah. Um, I managed to go four and two, uh, which is pretty good. Four wins, two losses. Um, I played a game against Carson Ray, which I played terribly. It was a, one of those the first game after the break, and then just didn't know what how to play X Wing. Essentially, just <laughs> made lots of mistakes. 
but that was fine. Um, and uh, but played some really really good games, and it was it was everything was on time. It all ran really well. It was great. Um, one of the standouts for me though that upgrade that I found was uh, Kylo with extreme maneuvers. Faced him twice. Yeah, he's he's squarely as anything. Yeah, you can't catch him easily. Um, the only way I managed to actually put damage to him in one of the games is because of Dead Man Switch, and that was fun. So. It's, a, it's a bit depressing, isn't it, when you put one damage into Kylo and it's because he's just killed one of your ships with a range one shot. Oh, no, I killed one of my ships. Oh, you killed one of your ships. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, was it flew over a rock, did you say? No. I'll, I'll, you might, I might have it on Friday, so I'll leave it for that. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, Carson, I think, was the, the top finishing resistance player. Yeah, him and, him and Marcel both went. Yeah, he's a really uh, good player. Both really? went through, so yeah, he's um he's one of the one of the better resistance players that um, he's the, at the moment. North American champion as well, isn't he? Uh, yeah, is he? Yeah, 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 he's from Radio TCX as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, he a, he's a very good player. Top yes. eight at Worlds, I think, as well last year. Yeah. I mean, he's he's flying the resistance list that I look at it and I go, Poe, okay." So he's just got cheaper, but he's yeah, got so. a HLC and an R four and a heroic and Lone Wolf Lulo. Jess Pava, best ship, and Rose Tico with C3PO. So it's yeah. just four really solid pieces. Really simple, efficient list. So good. Yeah, yeah really nice. Really yeah. nice. Uh, so I just, uh, well, Pond, how did you do? Uh, same as Nick, four and two. Um, and so I ended up finishing 27th and Nick was 24th. Uh, cheeky Git just uh, pipped me there on that one. <laughs> no, I ended up going, yeah, same as I actually did for um, uh, Mustafar. 3 0 to start with and then. I uh, went a little downhill from there because the, the matchups were were quite difficult. My last game was a thoroughly enjoyable game uh, against Stephen Wayland, who I actually played on stream on uh, on, on Mustafar's second round, and he was using the exact same list. So that's uh, Leia, Nora with APTs, and uh, Hera with Zeb Chopper, and um, yeah, so it's 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 annoying. It's a lot of hold and shield, um, and it came down to the the last dice roll. Uh, of the game, but it was a very good game. I managed to squeak out the win there to give me the, the four and two. Um, but yeah, it was a cracking day. A lot, though, the Dead Man Switch is a funny thing because I ended up playing my second game was against um, Tarani, uh, Justero, uh, Constable Zuvio, and uh, was the fourth ship because it was Zuvio, Tarani. Oh, Soul, um, yeah, Soul Six. So that was it. Yeah, uh, and I managed to use his own. Dead man switch against him because I managed to kill off um, Zuvio before he could get into range to throw his bombs out. Blew him up. Had the dead man switch uh, trigger into Tarani. Again, he brought um, Tarani down into me. Justero alongside did the exact same thing. Blew up his Justero because although I knew I would take the damage as well, it would end up killing his Tarani if I could then put the damage through afterwards. So I was able to use his own dead man switched against him which is it was a, a stressful game and a lot of mental calculations of if i take this amount of damage here by this dead man switch does that give me enough damage to then win the game um he made one one fatal mistake he brought soul in quite early i halved him in the very first turn of shooting he bugged out if he didn't bug out and came in it would give me too many options to choose from and i probably would have picked the wrong one in fact he then limited himself to two ships allowing me to kill zuvio get the damage on tarani and bring him in through the rocks with the layer full stop to go you can't you know I'm going to be here. You have to come forward. I win was the the key there, and that's what I found yeah. with the list is the I can full stop or I can lay a full stop. Which one am I going to do? And when am I going to do it? Yeah, it's, it's one of those. Um, that list is 
uh, reminiscent of something that Nicholas God has been flying quite a lot, but he puts. Yes. Um, he did because I know that for uh, example because yeah he did because um, my yeah. opponent had beaten Nicholas in the first round yeah. using that basic one minute match. I went oh well I know Nicholas I've played him um, a couple of times. Uh, in fact I did it on our stream uh, as well where I played him uh, in the final of the Nordic uh, Vassal League uh, earlier in the year and hmm. that game still haunts me because if I make the if I stick to my gut instinct and make the first choice I win the game. Uh, so suddenly oh. one bank for three bank boost away i get <laughs> shot once i don't get hot i don't lose the points and i win the game and it was yep yeah, it still haunts me but that, that's the thing i've never been in that position before um so chalk yeah. up to inexperience or whatever it's still a very fun game but no nicholas is a phenomenal player he's had a cracking uh year of it as well um yeah. but yeah no so it, it, was a, it was a good event um very enjoyable it's nice having you know the chat between myself and of course um we had gc playing it as well but he was taking the precog Annie and Super's uh, Obi in the Aces, um, which the night before I said, I'm going to have the most stressful day tomorrow, and he did. <laughs> Let's fly, fly on the two-ship list. Yeah. Six-hole yeah. six total. Sounds yeah. like um, the kind of thing that Phil enjoys doing to himself. Um, yeah, yeah, Phil's a bit of a sadist. He likes to... Um, <laughs> well, yeah, he, <laughs> he likes to do mad things. <laughs> All right. Um, I just want to say a quick congratulations um, then to the winner. Um, so it was won by, uh, I find it, Mar- Marcello Duarte, um, a vain- name I vaguely recognise from, I think, Worlds. Um, so I think he's he's been to some of the big events, I'm not sure, uh, but he's, uh, or has won something before. Um, so he was flying uh, essentially the world's winning list, um, Grand Inquisitor Naked, Vader with FCS and Afterburners, and Echo instead of Whisper with Collision Detector, Fifth Brother, and a targeting computer. Yeah. So that's a fairly solid list in at 199. Um, but he'll have flown his pants off um, to win that tournament uh, with that list. Um, and talking of ETA 2s in second place, Arturo Aliaga, maybe, um, <laughs> who's flown a Republic list with 204th Battalion arcs, uh, Wolf in an arc, uh, all three of them naked, and then Anakin Skywalker in the ETA 2 with Predator and a shield upgrade. That's a really straightforward list. Um, three big, beefy, chunky things and a, and a wee ace sitting on the side there. So well done to those guys. Um, do any of you have any shout outs or anything else you want to say i'll go through so dom anything uh no just a shout out to all of the local players from from the southeast of england that um we get to play against a lot members of uh the firestorm squadron and the 186 especially who we get to play against regularly cool nick uh mine's just to the x-men community as a whole um please give us a shout come on the channel come tell us who you are it'd be be wicked to hear from you all and uh, keep playing x-men uh phil yeah just mirroring uh mirroring the guys yeah um we you know we love playing all the guys down here but anyone else who wants to throw down the gauntlet you're welcome to to come along the way i always describe it to people when we talk about it is uh, our stream is basically top gear slash the grand tour meets x-wing it's we take take the mickey out of each other we have a good laugh it's the beer and pretzel style of of, of gaming that we all we all enjoy so yeah, if you want to have, come on have a laugh, you're more than welcome to to hit us up on Facebook um, at the Firestorm Firecast, and yeah, let us know. Sounds good, Ben. Yeah, uh, just a quick one. Same thanks to everyone who's uh, joined in with the league again. Yeah, it's just started, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got a win. I got a win. Free win. Round one. You won and only. 
I know, I've got to buy. Sweet. Well, that's what will be on TCO anyway, because I'll just change it. I know, it's fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll take three. I, I quite like the idea of posting that picture of you in a wife beater again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the, genuinely, what was, the, what was the temperature and element for that event? It was no like one else 30... wore a wife beater, Rich. It was just you. Oh. <laughs> it's true, but it did have a Sith Taker badge on it, so it was fine. Next time you've got to wear a Borat thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so thanks to everybody that's joined in on the league. Uh, it's up and running now, so uh, first pairings and everything are going on. So we'll we'll oh, see how that goes. We've got the um, Knock the Sith Out Hyperspace Boogaloo final uh, on Wednesday as well. Oh, we do. Uh, uh, is, that the eight, is that the 7 o'clock game, is it? Yeah, yeah. because uh, Brent, Brendan Brendan versus... in uh, Canada, isn't he? So it's easy for him to play at 7. Yeah. There's a Brendan Kester, is it? Yeah. That'll be a good game. That'll be a good game. First order on first order. Ugh. And everybody said they were no good. Well, like, <laughs> nobody said that. It was just me. Um, shows what I know. <laughs> I remember. I mean, I, didn't I beat you with first order last time we played as well? Pretty sure you've never beaten me in the proper game of X-Wing, man. Pretty sure I have. Yeah. <laughs> TTO, TTO says so as well. I know. I know, right. We're just here to sow the uh, the seeds of discontent to uh, <laughs> put you guys off your game. <laughs> Doesn't um, need much. Doesn't I, need a lot. I've seen your game. You don't need putting off it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Well, thank you very much, guys, for coming on. Uh, I'm looking forward to Friday now. This is going to be good fun. I was a bit kind of, what's this all about until now? So I'm I'm properly looking forward to it. So cracking. It's yes. going to be going to be a good laugh. Looking um, forward to you guys. Do you guys lob them up on YouTube and stuff afterwards so they're there for perpetuity? I will be with this one. Brilliant. I haven't done for a little while, but I will be with this one. Oh, fantastic. I always like to, you know, torture myself by looking back at the games and, you know, <laughs> all that stuff. So it's always a good laugh. All right. Thank you very much then. Uh, so I uh, don't think we've got anything else to go on about. So I'll say goodbye from Ben. Goodbye. As uh, Goodbye from Dom. Bye. Goodbye from Nick. Goodbye. And Phil. Goodbye. And me, Rich Polly. Until next time. Ta-da. <laughs>